Next time I'm sick, I'm going to tell someone my cell network is out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but knowing the people that you know, they're going to ask about your spike proteins. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Ugh, we love the anti-vaxxers. You do. You do. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have we're going to have to do do you have anybody in the house right now who could guest on uh, on the second half of this episode? I do I do. I do and I don't talk to him. I feel like there's somebody in the house with you right now. Yeah. I want to say it, maybe it starts with a D or maybe yeah, an yeah. E. Um It's D was right. D. Yeah, D, D, uh, D, D, D a Dave? Is it a Dave? <laughs> Is Dave da- here? Dave, yes. I would expect you to know more psychics than anti-vaxxers. He he most assuredly knows the most of both of these <laughs> episodes. Yeah. Psychics? Th- yeah. I feel like I only know a couple psychics, and one of them is like... <laughs> I don't <laughs> know like, any purported mediums of any kind. But like, the, like I mean, th- they're all like... Do you know like any paranormal kind of investigators? No. Massioni. <laughs> Matt, can you be like Carl Monday, but for paranormal investigators? If you remember Carl Monday, who's Carl Monday? That was the uh, the, the like Cleveland. Um, yeah, what did he do? Investigative he was a reporter. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you know, he just was like uh, a thin guy who wore like a trench coat, and Carl Monday was his pseudonym. But then he like legally it's, changed his name to that, and he was just so like, cool. That's such it's a such cool a thing cool. To do. Uh, yeah, I could be that, but for the Chicago Flying Humanoid, which I haven't heard about in a while. Yeah. I was really on that beat for a bit. Let's see. Yeah, Chicago Mothman has not graced us with his presence in quite a bit. It got renamed. It's no longer probably Chicago another Mothman. Vi- it's the Chicago Flying Humanoid. Probably another victim of gun violence. I don't know. Chicago <laughs> Flying Humanoid is... Or he got taken to, he got taken to Homan Square. How many bands were like, <laughs> that's what we're going to be? Oh, my God. Chicago Every Flying band. Humanoid. All right, let's see. The, I'm, I'm, so that should the, at least be. They should rename the minor league baseball team around here. That the Chicago Dogs is a stupid name. That's Chicago stupid. Chicago Flying Humanoids. Humanoid. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Name. All right. Chicago timeline of the Lake Michigan Mothman sighting so far was published in 2017, and I'm pretty sure that was like the definitive last. Oh wait, no. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Spotted May 17th, 2022. So this is still being updated. No, I don't think he ever left, dude. There's 2020 sightings. There's 2021 sightings. He never left. We just all forgot about him. Other (laughs) things to focus on, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, as far as like great Chicago figures, I'm glad that when I hear about the flying humanoid, it's great. I'm like, when I hear about Chicago walking guy, because he's always being like lit on fire by awful people. Who's Chicago? Who's the Chicago Chicago walking guy? He's just a homeless guy downtown that walks around everywhere. I never, like, I'm not, I don't know downtown culture. Oh, he's a, he's a noted Chicago figure. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So I Googled walking guy and the first thing is Chicago's walking man on road to recovery after being set on fire. Yeah. <laughs> what and the like fuck a couple, people? And like three years ago he got like his ass kicked by a bunch of like kids. on. on I just, I want to ask a question. I imagine this man is a perfectly wonderful person. I wish him a speedy recovery. Why is it notable that he walks everywhere? Like, well, it's that he's just like a particular noticeable, notable homeless man. Okay. He has a look. city and he, he has a distinctive hairstyle. Like, sure. I guess and it's just going with walking guy is incredibly lazy. It's Lots lazy. of people don't have cars, but and just walk. Yeah, but like it's also I think he doesn't have like most of Chicago's homeless like most homeless folks have like an area that they're in 
at all times, and he can be like seen anywhere downtown at any <laughs> given time because he's always just like going. He's always somewhere. Whoever going named out. him that was just incredibly lazy, and I'm going to just. I'm not gonna be. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I'm sorry. That uh, guy who's always uh, around town. Wow. He must walk guy. everywhere. Walking <laughs> guy. You need to work on a catch your name for <laughs> the homeless person that you have identified. Yeah. Jesus. I'm start calling like crack. neighbors that I see around. Like, oh, here's driving guy. Oh, exactly. Classic driving guy. I call you, I, Matt, I call you uh, coffee guy. I call you um, shopping guy. I've, I know shopping that you guy. shop sometimes. Wow. Yeah, I, know that some, I know that sometimes you go grocery shopping. Okay. Well, so, um, okay so what's, tra- what's Travis and what am I? Uh, Travis, Travis is moving is, guy right now. Sorry. Travis is, tra- yeah. Uh, Ian, you're, Ian, you're eating guy. I've seen you eat quite a few times. <laughs> Therefore, you're eating guy. Today, I mean, today is one of those days where my whole day is planned around eating, so I yeah, do understand this. You're, you're, you're buying outfits guy. online guy. <laughs> okay, but Travis, the whole point of this, it is, isn't like a thing that this person does more than other people. No. It's just, it's a, just like, it's just a, something that, oh it. my God, Travis. <laughs> Fucking Travis, play you with just Steven. Miss, just miss the bit, Travis. You, it's not even just that you won't even play with him. It's that you're like, no, but this is wrong. This bit's wrong. That's it. Ian is is like uh like hanging out guy. Travis is tra- Travis is talking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, I don't know. You get to be uh, you could be cooking guy, maybe. I uh, I could be uh, I could be biking guy. Biking guy. Breaking your leg, guy. S- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, breaking Dro- your leg, guy, guy, is not quite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're always seen around town breaking your leg, falling guy, S- sitting guy. But really, it might not even just be breaking. He could just go from breaking his leg to breaking guy. Always breaking glasses, yeah, breaking, breaking legs, breaking, breaking, breaking hearts. Yeah. Oh, Break dance. I'm breaking He's breaking. guy. <laughs> this Bounds. is the stupidest thing to do. I cannot believe how long we've done that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we're gonna the, the the letters the letters come in from both angles and that's bromium and you know Breaking Bad theme Breaking Guy comes in. Breaking Guy. So yeah, that's the song you're trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the beginning and the end of the world. Bullshit. Whoa. Are we getting profanity on this uh, podcast? Yeah, but it's only for legal reasons. Yeah. (laughs) When I call you a motherfucker. So I can call you a motherfucker and it's no problem. But if I call you a liar, I might get sued. Folks, it's As You Know, the podcast that is dedicated to proving what we know is absolutely correct and everyone else is wrong in the world of television. We are here to debunk your claims... Yeah. To remind you of shows you didn't even know existed and then tell you why they were not important and never will be <laughs> and you will question our use of time. <laughs> I'm Ian Benson. Joining me, as always, it's Breaking Guy himself, Stephen Doughton. I, I can't call Ian a lying guy, but if I call him a motherfucking guy, that's okay. <laughs> and this fucking shit heel, Matziani. Hey, fuck you! And this... Odious asshole himself, Travis Marmon. 
He's doing the teller stuff, but it's a podcast, <laughs> so there's nothing. Yeah, no, no. Travis, Travis is sitting there, uh, dressed as a as a glass, uh, waiting for me to break him. Um, I genuinely of- was startled when Teller spoke as a tombstone. I did not like I that. He, was he a spoke ghost. as a ghost. He was a spooky ghost. ghost. Mm-hmm. That's what made him so spooky. No, because at the very first one, there's the, like when he's the tombstone, and he's like, yeah. "Bullshit!" And oh, I was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" Yeah. yeah, one of the most shocking twists in television it scares, history. It, it always scares we me. We talked about Travis Penn and Teller's talks. bullshit this week, and I think we're going to talk a lot about Penn and Teller, and yeah. maybe not a lot about bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Did you okay. guys know that they were on The Masked Singer, but they had Teller do all the singing because they thought they that's be awesome. Able to find the voice. Yeah, that's actually a clever. Joke. I like that. So, um, what I think is funny is that he, they, he goes by Teller, but he's the one that doesn't talk. Did you guys it's ever think about his that? Name. His name is Teller. No first, no like his well, name is just his Teller. Name it's is his just legal Teller, name, but is like just his Teller. given name, his, his legal last name, name is Teller. Teller. <laughs> but like his his given last name is Teller also. Yeah. What was his first name? Like Raymond. Raymond. Raymond Joseph Teller. Not anymore Dummy. though. You're dead naming him. His name is Teller. <laughs> <laughs> that rocks. <laughs> I hope somewhere there's a mononymous celebrity who does start like trying to claim that if you do that. Oh, Penn's real name is Penn. It's not short for anything. Is Steven just juggling his phone? Yeah. Uh, He's breaking guy. Oh! Break- <laughs> Did you know that? Uh, uh, actually, you know what? It is Steven breaks his leg week uh, officially. So Don't play basketball. Yeah, I won't play basketball. Remember, <laughs> I, I've talked about it on the podcast. You've talked about it on the podcast. The fact that your doctor said you will break your leg again <laughs> is some of the funniest shit. I hate shit it. I, I love the idea that Steven lives in Final Destination, but like all the all the, all the signs are just for playing basketball games. It's like just stop doing that. But he always just winds up in a situation where he's playing basketball. Penn should have played basketball instead of Magic because he's tall as hell. He's tall as all hell. Right. He's got the, the thumbiest thumbhead. <laughs> he's. He is six foot seven. That's fucking tall, Jesus. I thought it might just be Teller's small. I'm stepping yeah. I'm stepping on Travis's brand right now. I'm very sorry, Travis. I know that you were gonna say something similar, uh, because this is what you do. But I just hate the way that Penn Gillette looks. I just hate it. <laughs> he looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not saying any all I've said is just tall. You guys are being the body shamers this week. That's fine. <laughs> it's just, I'm more, I feel like I'm the more of a face shamer. It's really just, not his body that makes me yeah. annoyed at all. <laughs> like the, the combination the of the like the blowhard voice and the ponytail and the fucking facial hair. It's just, oh my God. Penn Teller. Penn Teller, six foot seven. He weighed 322 pounds. His name is not Weighed 322 pounds several years ago, and doctors were like, 90% blockage of your heart. So he's like, all right, I'm going to make sure that I see my kids grow up. I had to undergo a drastic diet. And all he did was eat potatoes. (laughs) Did it work? He lost 75 pounds in three months, which is not actually healthy. (laughs) No, that's too much. This is this is good housekeeping. This extreme diet can pose serious this risks. Fucking libertarian brain bullshit. Oh my god. Doctors hate him. <laughs> he did one weird trick. <laughs> he he <laughs> repeatedly did one weird trick. <laughs> On top of his professional weird tricks that he does, he did this one weird trick. And referring to magicians <laughs> as just referring to magic as just weird tricks <laughs> is <laughs> cool trick. <laughs> 
they're tricksters. Is this one of your? Is this one of your tricks, <laughs> Pen? <laughs> no, it's it's one of the, eating potatoes for three months was one of his illusions. <laughs> or as <laughs> Pendulette would say, it's some of my bullshit. It's our lies. But the difference between us and them is that we tell you that we're lying. <laughs> uh, even though it ultimately worked for him, the potato diet is not the most sensible way to approach weight loss. If you're getting medical advice from a Las Vegas magician, you are making bad life choices. <laughs> he himself said in an interview. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he's at least self-aware he's on that right. level. He's very self-aware. Like, you know, as far as the episodes we watched, it's not obvious that both of these guys are fellows at the Cato Institute. Like, it's more when you look deeper into God. what some of the things that they covered are. But, like, this as is, here's my, my overall stance on this show from watching it is, this is a show for dads to mm-hmm. watch and then tell you a half-remembered thing that they learned about from it. Later, yeah, absolutely. Excitedly. <laughs> absolutely. Mostly your dad, but yeah. My dad, well, like when I told Alex we were watching this week, she was like, oh, my dad used to watch that show all the time. I should <laughs> really, like, yeah. I should really get, I should really let go of the like 10% of me that wants to be a father and just get a vasectomy. I really should. Yeah. Don't you think? <laughs> because otherwise you start watching you know, things like this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Steven, you know, there, there's a, there's a workaround. Yeah. Living in a country where abortion Jesus is legal? Uh, not even doing, what I was Being saying. a vol cell? No, I, I literally mean you can get sperm frozen and then do a vasectomy. You could. Doesn't that cost money every year? It's $300 for a 10-year span. It's not that bad. It's $30 is it, a year. Is it like You're that paying 10-year increments. Not that anyone here would know. Are, are you ever just going to be like, you can throw out that jizz? I don't know. I don't know. It's really fun to just make <laughs> jokes about it, though. Okay, but did, did, is that that price because of the fact that you had cancer and you're like, I don't think they gave me it? a discount. No? How would they give you a discount? At no point the in the history of the American medical yeah. system what? do they think, boy, that poor cancer patient, we should cut him some fucking slack. No. That, just seems, that just seems like something that could happen, but no. I what? Where? Fuck it. How long have I you know lived that in you've Ireland? lived in Jesus your fucking... Christ. Oh, la-dee-da fucking island out there in Europe for the last two and a half years. But we can't have beaten that much of America out of you. <laughs> Jesus. And it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Well, they don't think that's bullshit. Oh, yeah. They're I, they're uh, I do want to say, um, Pendulette is all talk. Uh, he, he voted like, for yeah, Joe yeah, Biden. Yeah. He voted for Hillary too. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't vote for Gary or he endorsed Gary, but then voted for Hillary. <laughs> I'm voting for Hillary. And then, um, yeah, yeah, he's like, Oh, in exchange for 10 or 11 of his friends promising to vote for Johnson in California or New York, he voted for Hillary in Nevada. Yeah. I was like, he lives is, in a state where your vote does something like, it's yeah. And he then also voted for Joe Biden. Also, he endorsed Yang in the primary, probably because sense. of the circumcision, uh, stances or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, dude is all talk. I love it. Um, yeah, he is truly all talk. There is so much. He considers much talk. himself an anarcho anarcho capitalist, like all anarcho capitalists. He's, <laughs> he's like, like Joe Biden. He's like uh, just a like. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, no, I, I vote blue for strategic reasons. It's all yeah, it's all totally. a game. You got to understand. He's just again, he's just an American. That's like how we talked about when we talked about Mike Judge a while ago, where it's yeah. like uh, it, not, it doesn't have to make sense. No, it just. Like, it it's wasn't thought about for longer than five seconds. If they did think about it for five seconds, they would find most beliefs contradict each other, but like aren't going to change anything. So whatever. Also, his Wikipedia page, his early life section has a, a classic sentence of Gillette became an atheist in his early teens after reading the Bible. <laughs> Hell yeah. Can we talk about 
Travis, do you want to talk yeah, about his business ventures? <laughs> Travis, do you have his business ventures up? Because I've been oh, waiting uh, to talk about this. I, Don't I look see, at him then yet. I Don't look them. at him yet. Oh, Don't. no, the third one. <laughs> Travis, walk away. <laughs> Travis, close the tab and walk away. I need you. Tell I need us you. about them. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, he had three businesses. I'm going to tell you guys about them all. What do you want to hear about first? 50 skadillion dollar watts, Jill Jet, or vintage nude studios? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow let's just go in order but that's that is okay uh yeah so um i'm ready to hear 50, about it 50 skadillion dollar watts was just a um a record label that was run by the art rock band half japanese okay so he just uh he contributed some money to that um sure. imagine being in a band and be like yeah pendulette's co-funding my label it could be worse. You could be what Jeff Ricky and learn that fucking Jeff Martin Shkreli. Yeah, Martin Shkreli from Jeff. Yeah. But you, wait, he fucked. He fucked him. No, no, no. That he funded on accident. Oh, or it sounded like you Jesus. said he fucked him, and I was or like, or that Shkreli funded Rickley's record label. Yeah, yeah, no, that was yeah, what yeah. it was. Is that yeah. like he was like, oh, I just took some money from some venture group. I didn't realize it was him. Uh, yeah, and then you got the Jill Jet, um, which is a hot tub specifically angled for allowing women to masturbate against the water stream. Ah, sick. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's why a, is that's this a, a pendulette property? Well, so the thing is, is that Debbie Harry came up with the idea, but she wasn't willing for the follow through. Okay, that is something. That is a pair of celebrities. Uh, yeah, I do love the idea. That of, you like, were yeah, once in a hot tub, and song. Harry made a remark about changing the jets for a woman's pleasure. Can you imagine being at that party? There's Debbie oh. Harry. There's pendulette. That was a weird part of Videodrome. I gotta say. Uh yeah, he liked the idea enough to pursue a patent application. The abstract of the patent explains that a discharge nozzle is located is within the tub and connected to the outlet, <laughs> mounted to the seat, <laughs> so that the discharge water from the circulation pump automatically aligns with and is directed toward the stimulation points, e.g. the clitoris, of the female oh user God. while the female user sits in the seat. This He looks like a guy who like loves to read about <laughs> women's pleasure. I love the idea. Online. This hot tub is a better, I, better sense of where the clit is than my boyfriend. Uh... Uh, he has it installed in his house, and several of his female friends and friends' female spouses quite enjoy it. What do they just come over and use it? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, yeah, like, I'm gonna go upstairs and like, <laughs> just, <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, listen, uh, like if he, listen, if he's are you really them, homies? Hey, if you're not comfortable <laughs> allowing your friend's spouse to fucking hey, get blasted by your hot tub, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Travis. I got this. I got this really great butt plug. Do you want to come over and use it upstairs and jack no, off? No, 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 no. I oh, yeah, it it needs to be like a shower head. It's not I've just the <laughs> plug. That's the thing. There's a sort of almost communal activity involved. Yeah. Uh, just the spot okay. in your house where you get cranked <laughs> off. <laughs> That's just it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so I've got. Thank so you. I've got. Thank you, so, my friend. So I've got this. So I've got this cha- chaise long. With a with a uh, with a with a flashlight attachment. Um, <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to come? I have the burn after reading chair. Do you want to come use <laughs> it? Go ahead and use that while we uh, <laughs> while we play Smash Bros. Like <laughs> being a chase lounge is extra fucked for some reason. It's just, it's just it's like uh, it's so decadent. Vintage New Studios was just a recording studio. Oh, it wasn't like he hired, he commissioned vintage nudes or anything. Okay. Nope. It was, uh, uh, it was named Vintage Nude Studios by Gillette for the playing cards he's collected. Um, oh my God. 
This yeah, this guy has big collects vintage nudes playing cards vibes. <laughs> He's a Vegas magician. Yeah, like, it's like you, you really got like it's funny how much of a public figure he is because yeah, he's he has all the taste of the normal Vegas magician guy. He's he's you know what like part of the second most famous group of Vegas magicians. Yeah, well they're now the first most famous After that what? are alive. Sigmund well, and yeah. Ra. What was that, Stephen? I definitely said Siegfried and Roy. And I did not, not say. Okay, so what did you actually say? And I Sigmund did not say. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna go see those crazy magicians with their tiger, Sigmund and Freud, and their tiger, Carl Jung. Penn and Teller, bullshit. 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 Good phrase. Bullshit. You know. Bullshit. Bull- it's fun to shout bullshit. Piss. Saying horseshit is a little bit better, I think, though. Uh, I like bullshit better. Well, well, we're different I think they people. have different, slightly different meanings to me. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, because uh, New York Times like regional dialect quiz. Like, <laughs> oh, I made a friend shit, do that the other day. And horse shit. Like, what are your definitions of those? Or they are all the same. I referenced it the other night at a bar, and a friend was like, "I have no idea what you're talking about," and I had her take it, and it fully. It was delightful how extremely it like was like this is where you are from. She's yeah. like son of a fucking it's really bitch. Wild. Bull- okay, is, I, I always which, fuck it up one, because which one was the shit horse shit? What was the third one? Dog, <laughs> dog shit. shit. Dog shit. Dog shit is clearly okay. different, but maybe that's just yeah. the Ohio in us. No, dog shit is definitely <laughs> different. Horse shit. Horseshit is like bullshit, but a little bit stupider. Whereas bullshit can be like bullshit can be like, oh, this is th- 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 someone is lying. Horseshit yeah. is like someone is lying, and it's trash. Yeah, so and, you're not even trying. <laughs> and and dog shit is nobody has to be lying, but it is trash. We're yeah. we're putting we're gonna start a spinoff show called As You Know Horse Shit. Don't forget don't forget chicken <laughs> shit, which is like cowardly. Yeah, yeah. yeah chicken. Yeah, that's a <laughs> lot, lot of animal shit. I just think it was Tom Hanks on Inside the Actress Studio that was talking about. There's something about the way you get to say horse in horse shit, which feels better. Yeah, oh, horse good. shit's the most fun one to say for sure. Yeah, like when somebody tells you something and you want them to know that you're really mad about the thing, and you're like, yeah. "That's horse shit." Yeah, I don't like I don't like making this the s sound shit. followed immediately by a sh sound. I think that's why I like bullshit more bullshit more phonetically. Let's yeah. talk more about the polyvocal use. <laughs> if, you, if, you're, if you're if you if okay, so if you're at a sports game and the and the ref makes a bad call, you're you might be like, "That's bullshit," but. Uh, if the if the if the if your quarterback is just garbage and throws a million interceptions, you might be like, "This is horse shit." Uh, he should be taken out. But that's closer to the dog shit definition too. Well, yeah. Well, that well the quarterback himself is dog shit. Dog the shit fact that he's playing, I can see it. The fact that he's playing is horse shit. It's the you <laughs> miss like first strike, second strike, bad calls. You're like, "That's bullshit, ref," or "That's bullshit, ump." Fucking third strike. And it's just like, it's like obviously oh, out of the zone, and they call a strike. That's the one where you're like, yeah. "That's horse this whole shit." Thing is horse shit. I yeah. think an angry coach says horse shit, but a crowd chants bullshit. Notably, well, yeah, I've never, I've, I've never chanted horse. Yeah, shit. but I'm not a member of I the crowd. I'm to, a leader, Travis. I would love to chant horse shit someday. <laughs> that's that's a goal that I didn't know that I had. I would love to chant dog shit in a bad effort instead of booing. <laughs> just everyone dog shit. Dog didn't we? Shit. How did we not do that when we saw fucking? 
Brandon Whedon's shovel pick. <laughs> that's the most dog that shit. Dog shit. <laughs> that's the that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I think that was dog shit and chicken shit like this. <laughs> so do you do any of you guys have a previous rela- relationship? Let's broaden it. Like basically with Penn and Teller, but also with maybe Las Vegas Magic on TV. No. <laughs> I went to a magic show in Vegas one time okay. when I was a kid. I have been to a magic show in Vegas. I had a nice time. One of my friends got called up uh, uh, and friend is a strong word. My former exchange student's husband. Um, yeah, sure. Got called up uh, and they did. It was, a, it was a lot of money tricks. A lot of like, we're going to do this with a dollar bill stuff. They made it look like 9-11. Was- You're like, see, pretty cool. You can fold it this way. You remember that? <laughs> What are you talking Remember about? Remember how he was like, oh, if you fold a dollar or like a hundred dollar bill a certain way, then it, you can make it look like 9-11. Who said that? <laughs> yeah, you guys not know Dozens. <laughs> I knew about this. <laughs> Who are you talking about? <laughs> I, I understand why Travis wouldn't know this because he went to a private school. The rest of us did like public school. This is what we did. Uh, amazing well, $20 bill 9-11 coincidence. Very easily yeah. Googleable. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about now. Like the like, oh, the signs are on the bill. I thought you, you were going to be it. like, if I fold it the right way, it's no, like yeah, the act is, of 9/11 like, happening. Like, like I made like an origami <laughs> of like the twin towers. Game. No, look like, at that. I was very confused. Oh my god. No, I know what you're talking about now. Same with like the wingdings thing. Yeah. Exactly. What? Okay. Okay. In what world does that look like the twin towers? <laughs> In, in the post 9-11 world where everybody was just like seeing it and everything, but not letting themselves go deeper and like process the grief. They were just like, look, it's 9-11 on the $20 bill. Are you guys on allbrevard.com? Yeah, all br- like, all Brevard. Does the new US the new, $20 bill wow. show hidden? I'm glad this that is, this site is, is still up. This says, does the new US $20 bill show hidden pictures of the World Trade Center and Pentagon attacks? You decide. Um... <laughs> So I get to decide. Oh my God. Uh, I had a lot of, um, I was a really weird kid who really liked magic and I loved to watch magic on TV. And there was, there were these, there was this TV series. It was like a a special series that was world's greatest magic. And it was all these Vegas people doing like just the most flamboyant shit in the world. But the, sort of headliner like the big name on the one that i liked the most the one that i watched like every day when i was a kid were penn and teller and they did a trick where penn shot a gun through a pane of glass and teller caught the bullet in his teeth and that's like i still like i associate them primarily with teller with a bullet between his teeth isn't the isn't the bullet catch trick like the main thing in one of those movies, The Illusionist or or The Prestige? Those two movies that I literally don't know the difference between. I've only seen uh, uh, Adrian Veidt does that in Watchmen. Um, I haven't seen either of those movies either, actually. Oh no, they did. They they shot at each other and simultaneously and they did the bullet catch. Him. That's neat. And the original bullets are signed by the volunteers. And they show it with the signature. Like Probably the like Tennessee volunteers? The people who come up on stage, yeah. I mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have no real relationship with magic. 
in general. It's not really <laughs> a thing I was ever that into. It's uh, oh, a weird thing to be into. I'm something of a skeptic myself, if I if I had to say so. But it's not a thing I would do. make my whole thing like yeah. it appears to be Pendulettes. Yeah, he I'm really not doing like a skeptic society. Like, yeah, man. I mean, he's he's just fucking. I guess he he was doing this beforehand, but he is that Reddit page come to life. Just like the blowhard, I know better than you shit that he does is so reminds me of a different era of being online yeah definitely uh and like you look at and like that could be a that's a dark path i could have gone down right yeah uh, yeah i definitely as see someone it who's in condescending myself. and thinks that he knows better than everyone i could definitely have become this guy right if, and like i as a person who was catholic and then realized that i didn't believe in the stuff like I definitely could have gone down this path and been fucking horrible. Oh, oh, you were on this path. Yeah, right. Firmly. Like I was on the path. You, I just didn't like Reddit. Like I, th- which I think <laughs> saved my life. <laughs> well, yeah, you were on this path. Like, I mean, I mean, we, we you know what we were talking about? A Twitter thread started about the rally to restore sanity oh and keep fear alive. Yeah, like as an idea of what of of the garbage that is just like being right is more important than anything else. Like yeah, or that like catching attitude. your enemy in a uh, like in in, like a, in a lie or a hypocrisy. A logic, a logic Aha! Part. We got them. We got them. They said this and they did this other thing. Got them. Now we win. Yeah, and like this show was just like an extended Daily Show field report. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A lot of that vibe. Yeah. And as we said, uh, since Pendulette I- is just a, uh, it's just a lib who doesn't want to be a lib. It really, it didn't have that. What's the Cato Institute paying for then? If he's if he's just going to be a lib. So why is Teller a Cato Institute fellow? <laughs> Unclear. The Lincoln Project is paying for uh, those guys' own charities for. So, Penn and Teller, bullshit, uh, was an American documentary television series that aired from 2003 to 2010, shockingly, uh, on seasons. Showtime. Eight I could not believe seasons. there was eight seasons of this. Uh, I have and, I have that, like, four times in my notes. Eight yeah. seasons! <laughs> and uh, it is not the same as Penn and Teller Fool Us, which is what I was thinking when I was asked to describe this show last week, which is where Ooh. people do magic tricks for them. And then uh, they're like, I could see how you did that, and then, like, embarrass them. Is that the deal? Yeah. What I, what I, what Sometimes. I didn't realize about Penn and Teller fool us is that the other host that is not Penn or Teller is literally uh, Willow from Buffy, oh. <laughs> Allison Hannigan herself, the other co-host. Uh, huh. She could have been a very weird all-star. Yeah, yeah, like, a, like an extremely mother, direct that. all-star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> without How I Met Your Mother, yeah, that would have been wild. Anyway, it is a show hosted by. It is hosted by Penn and Teller, uh, famous Vegas magicians and skeptics. Its format consists of debating political topics, usually from a naturalist, libertarian, capitalist point of view. Uh, the political philosophy then espoused by both Penn and Teller, or aiming to debunk pseudoscientific ideas, paranormal beliefs, popular fads, and misconceptions. And so, if you look at like the all the episodes they did, um, and you just look at like the titles and stuff, like you do. It is, it is like with a lot of libertarian things, like a mix of things where you're like, yeah, that sounds pretty reasonable. Like the two episodes we did today are like 
psychics are taking advantage of people and the anti-vax movement is stupid. But like, if you look through, there's like a weird anti-environmentalist streak that they've got going. Oh, and also there's an episode of season four. And this shocked me to see on here because it was really not, I don't remember it being in the popular consciousness until I was out of college, but there is a reparations episode that uh, I'm sure aged terribly. (laughs) Oh boy. I'm so glad that we didn't watch those. Which way do you think they came down on that debate? Definitely the right side. Definitely that reparation to bullshit. Like one of these is cryptozoology. Like, is that like, is anyone really being harmed by cryptozoology? Like, yeah, that's my is question. In all of this, it's like some, somebody's like, uh, I I got in this weird way permission to move on from my mother's death, and then the voiceover comes on. It's like, this is bullshit. Like, man, <laughs> why you gotta be like this? Well, it is, this one at least is like taking money from people, and yeah. like I. But like, that. at but least choose a better time like, for the my voiceover. Life has been, how many people's lives are being like fucked up because they're really committed to the Chupacabra existing and right. they really need that to be right. a thing? <laughs> or, or Chicago flying humanoid. I was just going to talk about the fact that like there is a brand of person who thinks that, and, and it's I'm, I'm only saying this because there was a, I think there was a time in every young boy's life when that young boy, and Ian's going to do a not me here, I think, where that young boy thought South Park was a good show. Uh, and there is an episode of South Park where, where like, it's just 23 minutes of Matt and Trey just, th- just talking about, in every, from every angle, how John Edward is the worst person on the planet. And that these psychics who are taking people's money to lie to them about what their loved ones are saying are the absolute scum of the earth and there is no one worse because it, which is so interesting given that like they're super both sidesy as far as like we make fun of anyone is, yeah isn't the john edward episode the one that's really about bush and carrie and it's the giant douche versus the turd sandwich is it the same episode uh, are you thinking of john edward tr- are you thinking of john edward the american politician no i'm thinking of john edward the crossing like i want to say their weird thing where they took on crossing over was also the episode where they were huh. like like it was also metaphorically about the 2004 election huh. maybe uh and there might have been another medium they made fun of it was a turd sandwich or something maybe the, the, well, like the the mascots were quite literally a giant douche and a turd sandwich. Yeah. Uh, like, but regardless, regardless, they really do just hate them so much. And I was reflecting on that when I was looking at Pendulette and Teller, no other names, um, <laughs> because because it's like <clears throat> this is the season premiere. And it's just so interesting to me that a libertarian would find this person who is taking money from people in a free market to be the worst person on the planet. Like, it's so interesting. They do a lot about, like, scams. Like, there's, like, a multi-level marketing up. Like, a lot of these things are indistinguishable from stuff you would see on, like, John Oliver now. And then there's just random shit in there, like, the green movement is bullshit. (laughs) And it's like, okay, I guess maybe not so much. They, as Matt said earlier, I believe, or maybe it was you, Travis, they just have the ideology of the average American, which is wildly yeah. incoherent. But, like, I don't know. Thing, speaking of, like, Dark Path stuff and Rider Star Sanity, like, if I had watched this show, if I would known about it from 2003 to 2010, I would have been super into this because this makes me think of, like, Lewis Black bits. Yeah. Even if they're, even if they're to the right of Lewis Black on stuff. I mean, you also like, love magic. But the same idea. They're always doing sleight of hand tricks. 
You are a really big fan of the various Penn and Teller video games. Excuse me? What? <laughs> yeah. had video games? Yeah, you were a huge fan of Penn and Teller Smoke and Mirrors for the Sega CD and 3DO. Steven Spielberg's oh director's God. chair where they appeared. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Spellbound, Penn and Teller VR, Frankly Unfair, Unkind, Unnecessary, and Underhand, which came out only three years ago by Gearbox Software. Oh and you loved their cameo in Borderlands 3 as, as Pain and Terror. Uh, Penn and Teller's Smoke and Mirrors is a notable video game because contained within that is a mini game called Desert Bus, which is a simulation where you just drive the bus from Tucson to Las Vegas and you drive it in real time and the maximum speed the bus can go is 45 miles per hour. <laughs> is Penn one of those so, old celebrities that also likes gaming? Probably. But of course. There are, there, there are no passengers on the bus. There's no scenery. There's no traffic. There's some stop signs. It is. Do you have to stop at the stop it signs? It is completely straight. The bus can veer to the right, and that's where you have to pay attention. If you make it to Vegas, you get one Wait, point, and the, then you can drive the back bus to can Tucson. Veer to the, the bus can veer to the right. Yeah. Mm. You, you, okay, okay. Just like. Just like yeah. You can drive back <laughs> to Tucson and get another point. Wow. That's it. And I know this is a thing that happens where there's like a charity like Twitch stream thing, Desert Bus for Hope, where every yeah. year they just do that. And like, let's see, um, uh, in 2011, they did it for six, they went for six days and six hours and raised $383,000. So, oh shouts out to Desert Bus for Hope. When I was like, oh, right, that's where Desert Bus came from. I was like, I got a shoehorn Why a thing Why is that, that in the fucking Penn and Teller game? <laughs> His favorite charities or something, I guess. No, 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 no. no. Desert no. Bus for Hope came about because of the mini because game. Because of the game? Yeah. Okay, that is bizarre. Travis, uh, there wasn't a charity that was like, hey, we're going to drive this bus to Vegas from Tucson know. and back. Did you listen to a word shit. I said? Not particularly. Uh, <laughs> this is fascinating. I'm not talking because I'm reading more about Desert Bus. That's which fine. I'm, I'm, I'm also reading. De- I'm also reading Desert Bus for Hope. That's stuff. fine. That's Travis, Travis just sitting there completely missing the point. Unbelievable. How do you become a celebrity magician? Where do you? What's the like threshold that you cross? You blow I some guys like, at the oh, magic la- at the magic castle. Are. Yeah, like is it? Is it? I don't know. I it, it doesn't have the same type of path to other type like as other types of I feel of like fame. it was a really 80s and 90s it was a really late 20th century thing. I'm yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sorry I haven't seen the incredible Burt Wonderstone so I don't know how you you get into this. Because I feel like them and Copperfield and David Blaine are all yeah. like kind of the same era to me. Right. Did did we did we mention that the Desert Bus for Hope is on November 12th this year? We did not. But that's <laughs> so, good to know. So uh, November 12th market Desert calendars to Pacific. They raised 5 1. Eastern. Point Two basically million dollars last year. Yep. Shouts what out. What is the fund? What are the funds raised toward? Child's Play, which is a um, it's a movie franchise. And yeah, it's a Chucky. <laughs> it donates the murder them. doll. They're just they're just raising. They want more Chucky movies. Child's yeah, Play. Just... To answer your question, is uh, a charity that provides um, toys and games to children's hospitals for. You know, sick kids and things like that to right, yeah. enjoy while they're in the hospital. Well, we have Penn That's and cool. Teller to yeah. thank for for that. Right, we have the guys who oh made Penny Arcade God. to thank for uh, Child's Play, but let's not get into yeah. that part of that. Oh, God. Uh, 
But they are. It's a cool charity. It's one of those under. It's one of those uh, you know kind of overlooked things. And you know, we're going to talk about sick kids on the next episode of this uh, of these yeah, two episodes. Are you guys that we're excited covering. to see Rainbow Babies on? Yeah, uh, we do really. <laughs> we do really need babies. to figure out a spot to put the. They mentioned something in Ohio in this fucking. <laughs> yeah, this was really every fucking time. That was the one that broke me on this because I think I pushed back a little bit on the Buffy one, and then two episodes later, <laughs> this happening, I was like, "This is getting weird." <laughs> Did you guys ever go to Rainbow Babies when you were kids? Yeah, I have I cousins that were born there. Yeah, uh, assuredly. Yeah, I've been there a bunch. Yeah, like, I think did that's. Did you I, recognize this pediatrician? No. Like, no. <laughs> Wait, I what? Don't <laughs> I don't know. He could have been your pediatrician. That would be years insane. Earlier. That, that would, would be have been the wild. first thing I said on the episode. Yeah, yeah that, that would have been, been like, what the fuck? It would have been like, so for the first time, I know somebody who is on one of these. <laughs> I like that this episode talking about magic opens up praising Houdini for, um, you know, debunking. My man is obsessed with Houdini. He says Houdini like 16 um, times in this episode. Yeah. Do you guys know how Houdini died? Yes. Yes. The stupidest fucking way. (laughs) I, 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 uh, like many things have learned this, but don't know it. (laughs) Basically, Houdini was like, these abs are so rock hard, they can take as many punches as you got, baby. Yep, 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 yep. (laughs) And then he got punched so hard, he died. But it was, but it wasn't part of the show. It was some guy just came up to him and he was like, let me test this out. Yeah. Like with no prep. I, uh, yeah, not good. That fucking dude's rock. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, one of uh, another, another, another. I, I want to keep track of all of the segments on this podcast that we have. Um, the dude's rocking segment. Dude's rocking segment is a good one. Uh, Steven thought a stupid thing when he was a kid is a segment that I've definitely. It's definitely happened at least. I love the first time you brought it up, point. and then we all were like, "Let's talk about how stupid that fucking is." And you're like, <laughs> "Guys, I don't really like that you number differences." Or <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, "You were like, guys, I was like that's." I don't like that I framed this as a thing that I thought as a child and you all said it's stupid. (laughs) And then we kept saying it was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Something that I, something that I thought, something that I thought as a child was that you could only kill someone with a weapon. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) At what age were you disabused (laughs) of this notion? So... I mean, like, I knew you could fall off a building or whatever, but I thought if you were going to murder someone, the only way to do it w- was with a weapon. There was no way to kill someone without a weapon. Did you feel, like, it's extremely weird... powerful learning that you could do it with your hands? <laughs> it's it's so good <laughs> hearing this, because was... I feel like we're going to return to this segment in, like, you know, seven episodes, and it's just going to be Stephen being like, yeah, I didn't think people were gay until 1973. I thought that was the first time there was a gay person. Like, it's just going to be increasingly more outrageous things, and we'll all be like, well, yes, of course, child Stephen believed this. And then he's going to be like, I was 15. Okay. So, so, hey, so, Ian, do you, I remember the exact scene in a movie when somebody killed someone with their bare hands, and I turned to my father and said, You can do that? And said, How did they die? <laughs> that person didn't have a weapon. <laughs> and your parents at no point were like, this child has autism. And my, <laughs> I'm allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say that. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, I got too many vaccines. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> say, we're going to get into autism later. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, 
uh, the movie Daredevil with Ben Affleck. Wow. Um, Fuck me. Uh, at a certain point in time, Kingpin uh, kills, uh, what, like his dad or something with his bare hands and, like, leaves a rose on him. And I was like, I don't understand. Was there a secret weapon? And my dad was like, <laughs> you, are, these, yeah, are his giant hands actually weapons? You can kill. I don't someone. even remember that part of that movie. I was like, the, the deaths I remember that mo- in that movie are with a peanut and with <laughs> some sigh. They do. They do the weird <laughs> thing where they have it where it's like they show the bat. The it kind of cuts reveal, away. Yeah. You, yeah. It's it's, it's like how it's like how the but no it's like how um, Batman nineteen eighty nine is like oh it was the Joker that killed hmm. uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne. They do the same thing of like it's not just that his dad died. His dad was killed by Kingpin. Yeah, and sure. and Kingpin kills him with his hands, yeah. and I didn't because understand. It was Michael Clark Duncan, and I mean, yeah, King, those R.I.P. Very large King. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. How do we want to talk about these individual episodes here? Is there anything to say? So the first episodes on psychics, and particularly people that claim to commun- communicate with the dead, and people come and talk to them to talk to their loved ones or feel like they're connected to their loved ones in some way which is yeah a common scam uh i don't know if you guys have any relation to that kind of thing i can tell you my aunt has gone to people like that oh uh, i didn't i, I yeah. can talk to the dead uh <laughs> I, i'll i'll share a soundbite from jill uh who said whenever i see audience members from a psychic crying i think wow we really do all have our own rich inner lives <laughs> <laughs> holy shit <laughs> <laughs> we do all have our own rich inner lives my inner life is is rich in the way that like you know when you have like a uh, like a truffle oil thing and you're like holy shit this is so rich that i want to throw up like that's, <laughs> that's how rich my inner you know what life I'm talking is about? yeah so i does anybody have any any like scene in this that I wanted to talk about. I feel like it's it, it is exactly as described. It's an extended daily show expose segment where they just show the absolute stupidest people alive on both sides. <laughs> uh, and it's edited it, like there's somebody being like this case of editing video and audio tells a different story. It's like a that's just podcasting and b that's what you're doing too, man. I don't know. Yeah, they do the things where they're narrating as if they're asking a question to the person that's being interviewed, and then the person responds to whatever they were actually being asked in person. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing that I think is fun. Like, obviously, you know, we do, none of us. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. None of us believe that the psychic people are talking to the dead. No. Um, I, I think that would be a fun thing if if one of us did. That would make I would probably make for a better podcast, to be honest with you. As um, as far as uh, of the two options, if one of us was going to have the opinion that Penn and Teller don't have for the two episodes that we watched, this would definitely be the better one. If somebody believed, oh the yeah, opposite. oh yeah. yeah, right, right. That that would be fun and kind of silly and and interesting. Whereas the other one would be like, okay, ooh, friend, friendship being quenched, yeah, questioned right. here. Uh, Friendship being quenched there, though, is what it sounded like he said, and I really like that phrase. I'm going to get my friendship (laughs) quenched. God. Is that hanging out? Is that how you quench your friendship? (laughs) I think that is how you quench your friendship. Can we Um, talk about Mark Edward? No, wait, hold on. Let me finish this thought. I I really did meander, though. Um, uh, I really like the idea that 
the like I, the the people who are the psychics suck. The people who believe the psychics are fools, and you know what? I don't really have anything against them. You yeah, know, it's easy like, to fall. Yeah, for basically, what Penn said against an all right. white background, where he's just like uh, these people are processing grief in their own way, and it's sad. Right. The people that I the people that I'm most confused by out of all the people are the people who are dedicated to proving that they're that they're bullshit. Like they are yeah. like there's this there's this organization. Does anybody write down the name of the organization whose like sole purpose is to prove that the people are like, no, but I really want to know what they've been up to the last couple of years. <laughs> I loved when the guy was like, we can scientifically prove that all psychics are fake. And it was like, or you can just, it doesn't need science. Go see a like, movie. Yeah. I do like though they um, (laughs) (laughs) do literally anything else with your time. Right, that's just it. Right, like, like okay, yes, you disagree with this thing. No one's making you do it. The people who are doing it want to be doing it. Like, yes, it's kind of sucks that it exists, but how much does it suck compared to other things that exist? Compared to other scams, even. Right, like it's just like all right. There were two things that rolled about this. Though this, the, when they talked to the people who were like anti the skeptics, one one of the guys had a, a um a uh, like a plaque on his desk that said uh, the bunk stops here, yep. which is fun, Loves that. and that it's incredibly <laughs> stupid. Uh, and the other is I recognized one of the guys from a documentary. Wait, what? Because uh, because uh, when they were interviewing the ones and they were talking about it, there was the guy who wrote for like the New Los Angeles whatever. It's Tony Ortega, who is a prominent like journalist on the church of Scientology. So I recognized him from going clear. Interesting. Yeah. So he's someone who is interested in investigating bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, that name and guy looks really familiar. And then I was like, Oh, he was in going clear. And it was one of the dudes who got threatened after the screening at Sundance. We absolutely have to talk about Mark Edward, who is the one who for most of this episode is shown as like one of these psychics. Are we talking about how he fucking narks on the others? He's like, Oh yeah, this is bullshit. He's a guy who used to be one of these guys. And then, uh, I think went to jail and then came out and was like dedicated to stopping an extremely lame person. I want to talk about his his early life. Wait, 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 he got, he's a like, he's a low end. Catch me if you can. I think so. Uh, or at least he, he called himself an ex con, right? Uh, but I want to talk about his early life section on his Wikipedia page. From the ages of 14 to 18, Edward was involved in music and various Dada and performance art bands in and around South Los Angeles, including Zasu Pits and the Enema Dog Review featuring A Walk in the Closet, Rat Salad, okay. and, the tech- and the Techno Cats, which later splintered into the Brainiacs, the Suburbs, and Suburban Lawns. Uh, during a punk concert at LA's Brave Dog Club, where he was performing in the power trio Steak Sinatra, he was hit in the head with a half-full beer bottle, at which point he decided to pursue a solo career in magic. And then there's just a picture what? of him Wait, like what? this. What? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. He got hit with a bottle and he's like, this sucks, I'm going to do magic. It does suck to play a punk show, no question about that. Yeah. Uh, and he has a long magic career. And then if you go, he was on the... He was on the Editorial staff at Skeptic Magazine, which is, and I can't oh. imagine a lamer thing to be like, magazine about some stuff's not real. Great. But he was involved in one of his ways that he caught a like TV medium guy in 2017 was a sting operation named Operation Pizza Roll, <laughs> which sadly has nothing to do with pizza rolls. It's Damn. like his team made like fake Facebook accounts with pictures of him and his partner. And they went in pretending to these be these people, 
uh, without knowing anything about what's on the account because they don't want the guy to be like, oh, I just read your mind about it later or whatever. Right. And the guy clearly had looked up their Facebook profiles or whatever and right. repeated information from that. Yeah, so they did. A, the guy did a hot reading. Yes. I was gonna. Oh, uh, they should bring back. Uh, I don't know how we maybe a petition or something, or just talk to like Michael Moore. We need to bring back somebody talking, and then the video pauses, and then the voiceover talks over it. Like no, nothing no. scans to me as more like <laughs> two thousand two gotcha documentary style. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hate that. Christine so says that she was speaking with her dead grandmother, but the facts the say otherwise. I get the least on this are the people that still go to these events anyway, but are skeptical. We all have who... a rich inner life, Travis. They <laughs> <laughs> really want to pay money to go see a guy that I think is a scammer. If the placebo like, well, makes you feel better, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Nothing against these it's people. It's all either a miracle fish or a, a, a conundrum that we exist. There's no meaning anywhere. We're all just looking for a little light in the ongoing darkness. Yeah. If you want to pay a hundred bucks so some guy can lie to your face so you can feel better, it's yeah. your own. It's, it's your own fine. money. It's your own right. It's fine. It's fine. Go see a movie. As Matt Go said see a movie. <laughs> I agree, but I'm just saying. But they're allowed to do it. It's fine. It was the Center for Inquiry, by the way. Oh. Why does Stephen, every time he's back in America, want to go to Pie of the Tiger, even though he always knows it makes him feel bad? Because for a moment, he feels great. <laughs> dude, dude, all I do in America is eat food that makes me feel bad. But you like, feel yeah, good go for a bit. Yeah, that's let's go to day. fucking Hot Chicken Takeover. Let's go to fucking The Eagle. Like, Dirty Franks. Like, this is, this is, what, I, this is what I want, you know? Yeah. I can make vegetables in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> I can live off you're not, only potatoes. Yeah, I was say you're not on the potato not because diet. I'm in Ireland because I'm following diet advice from Fuck a Las you. Vegas magician. It has nothing. It has nothing to do with Ireland and everything to do with my hero Pendulette. <laughs> Did we ever ask Matt why he picked this show? No. Uh. We <laughs> <laughs> it was so abundantly obvious to me that I didn't even bother to ask. <laughs> it was just like, because it's Matt. What do you want? Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. This is so deep into it's television. It's fun to talk about. And He's and right. It's fun to talk about. And I had a previous relationship on some level with Penn & Teller. Like, I knew who they were as a kid and liked them in some sense. They're fun. Like... Penn, as much as you hate looking at him, <laughs> and he's a blowhard, he's a charismatic and, like, entertaining figure. Yeah. And Teller's a great sideman for him. Yeah. Penn, Penn looks like a young Penn, which I found some photos of. The looks big hair Penn? like pre-big hair. He looks oh. like poorly drawn Benny Safdie. <laughs> or Josh, which is the big I one. Uh, Benny is the Benny. one that is, uh, like... In the movies, and Josh just the one who was in Obi Wan, which was very disorienting. <laughs> That's weird. No, I don't want young Penn Badgley. I want young Penn Gillette. There was like one specific photo. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can sort of see that. Is it the one where they're holding a skull and a leather vest? That's the and one that yes. I saw. Oh, wow. He's holding a leather vest. Yeah, Teller always looks like a magician. Penn. Jesus, <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> that is cruel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Teller just looks looks like he went to mime school. <laughs> this episode with the psychics uh, was nominated for an Emmy. Oh God! Why? For what? 
Uh, that I will have to look up, but it's on the Mark Edward page. It's like his appearance on that episode helped helped to earn an Emmy. Uh, awards and nominations received. List of awards and nominations received by Penn and Teller bullshit is its own page. Jesus. Uh, it was nominated every season for something. Uh, I think there's not a lot of competition here, but it was nominated. Uh, to the first season. Okay, the only things this was actually nominated for the first season were Outstanding Main Title Design and Main Title Theme Music. Then okay. I got Outstanding Reality Program, Outstanding Writing for Nonfiction Programming, Outstanding Picture Editing for Nonfiction Programming, like, just stuff like that it would get nominated for in number one. Sure. Independent Investigations Group uh, was a big fan in 2008. Uh, God, uh, do I even want to know who them, that is? They recognized the promotion of scientific and critical thinking in mainstream entertainment. Uh, oh, that is just the Center for Inquiry... Uh, Briefly went by that name. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, they had a whole rebrand. They won a WGA award for best comedy slash variety TV series. Good for them. So and were nominated several other times. All right, I have two questions. One, do you guys feel smarter having watched this, having this no. having massaged your uh, intellectual I don't feel ego? Uh, and then question number two, of course, is would you watch more Penn and Teller? Bullshit. My- my ego, yeah, my ego feels fine. It, it felt <laughs> fine before, but it felt fine. It feels fine now. Uh, I would not watch more. No. Uh, I'm glad it was short. Yeah. Uh, my high school friend Ian Katzman, who was really into Al Franken books, probably oh. watched this show. That's my take on it. Oh. <sighs> my mom bought me a couple of those back in the day. She knew I loved snark. I'm shocked that mine didn't, although we did have one. Of, we had one of those books in the house, which I learned a few years ago when I was just looking through my parents' bookshelf and I found The Art of the Deal on there. Oh, and man. Them out, and they were like, no. <laughs> and my mom just goes, we also have Rush Limbaugh as a big fat idiot. <laughs> uh, one thing I did like from this first episode is just when you see the one of the psychics and he's just like, uh, there's somebody in the room. Uh, death came pretty close to you. And I love that as the blind question. <laughs> Death mm. came pretty Did, close to you. You're a human being. Did someone you know die? <laughs> <laughs> like, what if they were like, nah, brah. I'm weird, no. I'm here for fun. I'm just here to observe. I'm here to support my friend. Yeah, and then he'd be like, I'm sorry, like- I'm sorry. I guess I must have meant her yeah that got it when so they get their final own on that lady because so like the weird the way this they set up this episode is they, they did readings and said it was like for their series but didn't explain what the series was was my understanding yeah it's for the show uh, Penn and teller bullshit uh <laughs> do you mind yeah, doing like, a reading for us yeah i'm not sure what exactly they're doing but like they do the final thing where they just have a guy talk to this rosemary altia i believe was her name mm-hmm. and he's a large black man and she's like i see a Really big, really black guy standing next to you. He's got a seeing hairline. And he keeps calling you like, "This is my boy." <laughs> and he's like, "No." And that's no, it. Like don't. she doesn't acknowledge it. Like he literally just goes, "Nah." And then they just move on. I do think like, they nah, should reboot boom, this show. Me. I do think I'm bringing back the how would I reboot this show? Yeah, how would I you think they this should show? reboot it? Yeah, it's a Showtime show originally. Of course. Yeah. Which means that I also think the people I think should take over this show already have a long-standing relationship with Showtime. Another beloved comedic duo of Americans. How would you feel about Desus and Miro's bullshit? 
so it's just them good. doing this. It's just them personally talking to it's these people, them. making fun of them, and then leaving. Right yes, there. it's yeah. them doing this. It's basically already like a segment on their show sometimes, but I just think that this should just give yeah, me this for 30 minutes and you don't have to do one of the interviews with a celebrity even though they are the best interviewers in late night the denzel interview was incredible yeah my my intellectual ego that this massage that this show serves is now served by kid miro quote tweets of dumb people online I or guess. or uh z-way's interviews with various <laughs> celebrities where then chet hanks is like no i don't need to apologize for using patois <laughs> the greatest interview of the year <laughs> And just her staring like, what? <laughs> God. Jesus. It's the best Atlanta cameo. But um, that was, yeah, that was the episode on mediums. And now it's time for us to talk about vaccines. Yeah. You know, the anti-vax movement's whole thing being it causes autism feels so quaint now. Oh, absolutely. Like this 2010 episode of TV now. Yeah. And also, I was glad to see that, like, it was about how vaccines are good. Yeah. Uh, be- but just also, Pendulet the I Googled, like, you, like, yeah, vaccines are good, but like you shouldn't have to get them. Like, I it's guess totally I was googling Pendulette COVID, oh, and uh. all I saw was he led a huge vaccination event on oh. the Vegas Strip or something. And yeah, no, like, he cool. Um, cool. Okay. on on his on his Wikipedia it mentions. Um, uh, wait, let me get this. Um, <laughs> I hope like Wayne Newton was there also, <laughs> like leading it or the Blue Man Group or whatever. Uh, oh my God, I love Pendulette in twenty twenty distanced himself from aspects of right libertarianism surrounding COVID. In an interview with Big Think, he stated, a lot of the illusions I held dear, rugged individual, individual freedoms are coming back to bite us in the ass. That's the self-aware... Of course he holds illusions dear. He's a magician. Oh. I liked when there was a guy named Carl Buzz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I want to talk about Carl Buzz for two things. Carl Buzz. Which one was Carl Buzz? Was he the really pink guy? Yeah, he's the one who looked like so. Nick Swartzen. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Swartzen. Wow. Oh my god. You're dropping Burt Wonderstone here today. You're I'm coming fucking ready. <laughs> this is Nick Swartzen. It's 2009, baby. <laughs> what was this wow. movie that was like so Grandma's boy. that it just got like a 0% Grandma's and he was boy. like really sad. No, I think it was um Oh. Bucky Larson, born to be a star. Oh, oh, you're right. There was God, also Bucky Larson. Yeah. And he was like, I just wanted to make people laugh. And everyone just <laughs> pilloried this movie. He like, felt really bad about it. Oh that that was the period where Happy Madison was like, can this guy be a star? And they were like, no. <laughs> Is he still doing uh, stuff? Yeah, I was going to say, he, was, uh, he hasn't been on television since. He hasn't been on since... TV in five years. Wow. Uh, no, no, no. He was on Star versus the Force of Evil in 2019. An animated magical girl series on Disney. Is his yeah, main thing still not. doing like a gay voice? Probably, and that's like probably. the funny thing that he does. And he hasn't been in a he hasn't he hasn't been in a movie since 2020, and he hasn't been in a movie that I've heard of since 2017. Yeah, he, the only movies I've heard of that he's been in since 2011 are Adam Sandler movies. Guys, he was in a movie in uh, 2019 mm-hmm. called Buddy Games. That was directed by Josh Duhamel and stars Josh Duhamel, Dax Shepard, Kevin Dillon, Olivia Munn, and Nick Swardson, uh, the guy from Psych, 
uh, Congressman Furlong from Veep. Yes, the the best character from Veep is in this. Stand by. I have never heard. This does not exist. It made eight hundred fifty-two thousand. It centers on six friends that reunite after a five-year hiatus to engage in a challenging set of dares and games to help lift one of their own out of depression and have a chance of winning one hundred and fifty thousand dollars while doing it. No one has ever seen this film. It was produced by WWE. Wow. <laughs> Jensen Eccles has a cameo. Seamus is also in wow. it. I, it's weird that it's a cast where I know who everyone is. Every yeah. one of these names listed is someone I am familiar with. Wow. He's also in his most recent film was called The Wrong Missy, and it has David Spade Ugh. and Rob Schneider. He's also Ugh. in a film in 2019 called Airplane Mode that appears to be a parody of Airplane featuring Logan and Jake Paul. They wrote it. Oh, sorry, a parody? parody of Airplane? Yes, it's a parody of Airplane. It, the poster... The film's poster parodies the 1980 film Airplane, and it features the plane dabbing. So is it supposed to be like a modern update of Airplane? Travis, I'm sorry, I don't, th- I don't think you heard me. I, you, didn't, I, you didn't burst out laughing. I, I want to say that again. The poster for this 1980 film, the it. plane is the dabbing. He said the poster. Is the poster. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it was shelved you, due to the controversy. Him, it was shelved due to the controversy surrounding Logan Paul and the Suicide Forest Oh, my video. God. He oh said God. the poster. He was sued for $3 million. Wow. It only had one professional review, which was negative. Wow. It seems it to star... It panned by YouTube commentary channels and is considered one of the worst films of all time. It seems to star mostly rapper and Vine stars and also um, some, like, a, a Playboy playmate of the year. Nick Swartzen must be fucking depressed. Yeah, dude. It's got King Batch and... Uh, I don't know. He might not be depressed. Like, <sighs> anyways, the way that I was saying, the way uh, the best thing that this guy did is the little like quote that he gives, which might be the thing that Stephen's going to say at the end. But where he's just like, "You got to look at the big picture, and then you, and then you break it down to the smaller one, you know, or vice versa. Go small and then big. Then got to go be the big. You got to come full circle. And I want." <laughs> <laughs> like that's perfect, and I want, I want, um, fucking Windhorst peak. I want him saying that after the whole like, what is Utah doing? You got to look at the big circle. You got to look at the big picture and then come back to the small. Oh my god! The pediatricians. If you, if you Adrian posts a tweet about the pediatricians, they recommend this vaccine, but it has mercury in it. Second why, most compelling piece why of would television. Why pediatricians do that? Second most compelling sec- sequence of television all year. <laughs> Here's so. Did you guys pay attention to the new theme song and like title uh, sequence that shows the things that they cover over the course of did the you, season? Did you make note of the things that <laughs> that they cover? Area Fifty One's on there. Okay, the ones that I wrote down: cheerleaders, <laughs> fast food, self-esteem, old people, martial arts, <laughs> and Area Fifty One. I looked at all the episode descriptions this morning. I was going to say. So, like, some of them are like, the martial arts one, they're like, is there really a spiritual, like, the martial arts one has to be racist. I don't know it's, what's going on. It, it well, like, if it's not racist, it's, I mean, it probably is racist, but it's so obnoxious. Like, I'm going to, can I just let, read you let guys? People be, let people believe in something. Yeah, I don't fine. know. Who cares? Can, I just lightning, can I just lightning round yeah. the topics? Yeah. Because after talking to the dead, we had alternative medicine, alien abductions, end of the world, secondhand smoke, slash baby bullshit, sex, 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 feng shui, slash bottled water, which... What? What a combo. What? <laughs> when the you think... About feng shui. Feng the shui? way you get to those two, the way you do that is when you're like, well, let's talk about feng shui, and you're like, we only have 10... 
you only have 10 minutes of info. And we're like, fuck, what else do we only have that we have 10 minutes When's on? When's the last time you thought about feng shui? Like, that's also a very, like, I feel like of its time trendy I thing. Like, will you say, an episode that's metrosexuality. <laughs> I, I will <laughs> say, I make jokes about it with one friend every now and then, about things to the earth corner. Bottled water. Is it bullshit? Uh, yeah, challenging claims on the quality of bottled water. Oh, um, this is like when there's uh, the whole thing like Avion is like... Uh, in the last is, season, uh, yeah. I think it was teenage sex. We'll was get into that. Them? Creationism, self-helplessness, Don't ESP. Eat this. Ouija board slash near-death experiences. Environmental hysteria. PETA. Environmental hysteria? hysteria? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that one aged well, I'm sure. The business of love. War on drugs. Recycling. 12-stepping. Yoga, tantric sex, etc. Of course, you know. I would love to hear Penn. It's I would not love real. to hear the man behind the Jill Jet talking about tantric sex. <laughs> Fountain of Youth, Death Incorporated, Fountain profanity, of youth. Fountain the Bible, of youth. fact or fiction. I assume Fountain of Youth is about like plastic surgery or something. Like it can't be about the, the literal Fountain of Youth. That's yeah, uh, uh, plastic surgery versus human growth hormone as an anti aging uh, Botox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hypnosis, circumcision, family values, conspiracy <laughs> Circumcision. <theories. laughs> Written by the guy that edits the Silent Hill 2 wiki. That's a life coaching. Deep cut for people also. Holier than thou. That's about religion. A critical view of Mother Teresa, Mahatma Gandhi, and the Dalai Lama arguing that they should not be in, held in such high regard as they are. Okay, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that's that a, kind of stuff before. Yeah, that's a classic Reddit College, post. Big Brother. Hair. Big Brother? Is that about surveillance? Yeah. You guys don't want to. You guys just were like Big Brother, and I. Do, one of them is it's hair. About the reality show. Hair. It's just hair. That whole musical is bullshit. <laughs> Gun control, Ghostbusters, space with a space for legal reasons. Signs from heaven, the best, the Boy Turns Scouts, out. prostitution, the death penalty, cryptozoology, ground is zero, illegal. pet love, ground zero. reparations. Yeah. Oh, it's about how uh, the delays that there were in building a Ground Zero memorial. I, that's what I saw. What? Yeah, right it is. Um, is there a I think is the there only one, on. Truth episode? Uh, it's uh, it's the only one that's listed with a guest appearance on this, uh, and it's um, Gilbert Godfrey that makes a guest on appearance in this episode. In, on which the one's Ground that? Zero one. <laughs> Great. <laughs> right. Pet love, reparations, manners, numbers, abstinence, obesity, numbers. Walmart. Beast hysteria, detoxing, exorcism, immigration. Beast hysteria. <laughs> handicap parking. Oh, my Mount God. Mount Rushmore. Nukes. Hi- <laughs> Nukes. What are you giggling about? Hybrids and lesbians. <laughs> yes, that was the name of an episode. That's my favorite. Lesbians are bullshit. That is my favorite a Riot nuke lesbian, record. A nuke, a nuke lesbian hybrid. Anger management, war on porn, new age medicine, war on porn, NASA. Of course, of dolphins. course. Sleep. They're like, don't take away my porn. My vintage dolphins. nudes. Uh, criticizes dolphins. the new age belief that dolphins possess evolutionary superiority, a unique energy and healing powers. We did actually have a teacher. That moment. A few of us had a teacher in high school that once said something about the idea that like maybe dolphins are more involved than us. I mean, they haven't made nukes, and somebody else was like, I mean, they don't have thumbs. That's kind of a that's kind of a roadblock. <laughs> yeah. I'd love if a modern reboot they did carcinization, the theory of uh. everything is becoming crabs. Everything is becoming crabs! Nature just keeps oh, yeah. making crabs and trees! 
I love I lo- special guest uh, David Attenborough. I love I love that everything's becoming corrupt. Well, something I really like is the idea that that all of these episodes have this not only the same like you know this is wrong, but also the same anger at the people who think it's right. Yeah. So they're sitting there being like, people who think dolphins have a healing energy <laughs> are the scum of the earth. This is bullshit, and we hate them. What is beast hysteria? Fuck these people. Fuck them. They're motherfuckers. Sorry, I gotta scroll back. Where was that one? That was a while ago. Dolphins. I misheard you. So sorry. Dolphins I also uh, no, I misread it. I misread it. I'm sorry. It was breast, it was breast hysteria. Hysteria. Okay. I was just felt Is like, it about beast- like people breastfeeding in public. Yeah, yeah, beast yeah. Hysteria. Beast hysteria. <laughs> I, I really <laughs> fully, album title. I was uh, just going yeah, through and I was like beast down. hysteria. I'm, that makes sense to me. I gotta write down beast let, hysteria. That's my one man black metal project <laughs> record. It's called beast hysteria. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> like a war metal man. Uh, Sleep Incorporated, Being Green, Sensitivity Training, Stranger Danger, World Peace, Good Old Days, Good Orgasms, old days. Astrology. Orgasms. It's a, that one was about like people having rose colored glasses looking. Orgasms. Uh, they orgasms did. are bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no one can prove that happened. Hold on, give me a sec. Uh, I gotta, orgasms. I, I gotta see when something came out. Uh, orgasms. Questioned the notion that Americans in need of bigger and better orgasms. What? How much that's bigger the, than they That's get? the platform I'm actually running on. Did you guys know? <laughs> stop trying to have such big orgasms. The it's just me. No, not, not stop. Bigger. Bigger. Invest oh, in our it. infrastructure. That's the opposite of what Penn and Teller want. Well, that's because they're meeting with uh, the inventor of a $12,000 remote-controlled orgasm machine, oh take God. a $300 lesson from a sex ghost coach, and observe a demonstration on this how to unleash... This is also a It kind of sounds like... Guys, it kind of sounds like... I haven't even gotten to the last part of this one. Come on. Unleash... Observing a demonstration on how to unleash one's inner erotic rock star. And this oh. isn't the episode on tan- Tantric. Wow. Like, come on. It kind of sounds like they're like... They're like... Don't worry, our girlfriends. It actually doesn't get any better than what we're giving you. <laughs> I love when we do it's one bullshit. of these ones. We can't they, be any better at sex. Are, is this an answered question? Are they gay, like, with each other? No. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're not. not. They're both married as as to know. women. As far as, oh. I, mean, I don't think so. Huh. Uh, yeah, pe- pe- when he did one strange night, they had... You think only once... I mean, you're basically describing when uh, the late Arrested Development episode when Job has sex with Tony Wonder because <laughs> that he doesn't understand the concept of being yeah. friends. <laughs> so they, they've been long rumored as gay partners. Penn is married. Okay, but... Tyler has big ace vibes to me. I mean, Penn has, Penn has fucking Volsell vibes until you learn that he's like a guy who reads womenspleasure.org or whatever. Teller doesn't even have a personal life section. Good for Hold him. on a sec. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Time out. Do you know Everyone Teller co-conceived and directed a brand new production of Macbeth at the Chicago Shakespeare Theater in 2018? Of course. <laughs> he seems like that kind of guy. He was on The Big Bang Theory, Teller. Yes. As... Does he play Sheldon's dad? Because he kind of looks like Jim Shut Bush. up. Just fucking shut the fuck up. <laughs> He played um, uh, Mayim um, Bialik's father, mm. and Kathy Bates played the mother. Huh? Kathy, Kathy, dude, Kathy what Bates are you doing? She's do ca- she is cashing <laughs> checks and snapping. She got necks, that Oscar dude. in 1990 and was like, "I will do whatever sounds fun." The people who have appeared there have some. There have some. No. Um, uh, by the way, I can't believe you would ask um, who played 
Sheldon's mother. We all know that Sheldon's mother was played by Laurie Metcalf. Were you not there for the memes around Ladybird's release? No. But it was photoshopping Sheldon into Ladybird. <laughs> Were you not part of that part of online no. where it's just where it's just Laurie Metcalf looking at Sheldon saying, "I just want you to be the best version of yourself," and then Sheldon being, "What if this is the best version of me?" The Teller versions of he has two different versions of Macbeth that at least one incorporates stage magic, and then he did a version oh. of Tempest that also uses stage magic. Anyways, did you? Oh, sorry, wait, I didn't finish the uh, the apocalypse. That was an episode. Uh, that was about the world ending on December 21st, 2012. It, it was released in 2009. I choose to believe it is a tie-in with, of course, Roland Emmerich's 2012. Or 2012, however you like to pronounce that. Uh, lie detectors, organic food, taxes, lawns, stress, taxes the Vatican. Taxes, of course. Of course. Um, what was that last one? The Vatican? The Vatican. Oh, yeah. Bullshit. It's bullshit. Uh, that episode was omitted from the DVD series. Which he did. The which Teller, one was. Sorry, which Penn didn't realize, uh, and he was confused. He learned this fact on a, at a recording of Opie and Anthony. Uh. <laughs> Cheerleaders, fast food, martial arts, teen sex, Bullshit easy money, Area Fifty One, criminal justice, old people, self-esteem, self-esteem, and then old people, old people, old people, old people. It's what? things that it, it, I, that description was just like debunking like things that we believe about old people. I don't know. And they also that. discuss volunta- voluntary euthanasia. Oh, not sure. I want to hear about that from them. And that brings us to vaccines. Listen, we got we got a very pink guy. We have a autistic kid who is obsessed with shapes. We have a very pink uh, guy character. who said that we didn't start vaccinating people until like I don't know 1945. You can check. That there was you no can cancer you can look this up. Then. And there was no cancer before 1945. And now there's cancer in dogs. Yeah. The classic this era of conspiracy dumb internet guy that we yeah don't get it anymore because now those really are you know insane in weirder ways. Those people's beliefs are so fucking esoteric now. <laughs> Like it used to There's, be vaccines yeah. cause autism. I could not put into one sentence the ideology of the people who believe who, the, of the people, same you, groups someone, of people who believe someone's like, crazy conspiracy theories now. Yeah, you're talking about somebody who doesn't get a vaccine now and you're like, okay. So JFK Jr. Right. Like it's not even magnetism. there's nothing to point to. Like there's no need for even like a fake fact behind it anymore uh it's wild I've, yeah now it now it's vaccines turn you into magneto and i don't know why that i mean that was one <laughs> do of you know oh yeah that do was do you know how many shots and how many risks i would be willing to take to become the master of magnetism <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't because i don't <laughs> But what do I got going on? My Let's favorite do one it. I've heard is that like all the people who got the COVID vaccines, like balls will fall off in a few years. Yeah, Nicki Minaj. That was <laughs> well, that's that from getting so large. Glad we all remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I watched the Demi. This one for the boys with the skull and testes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I watched that little video like once every couple of weeks just for a little pick me up. Steven, you want to talk about vaccines? Because you do have a really great tweet about vaccines. I do. Do I? Yeah. Does he? Uh, yeah, because it's um, uh, the fucking guy. What's the name of the guy who uh, was uh, lied about the um, Aaron Rodgers? You mean? Do you mean the guy? Go- the, the like guy who the published the Wakefield. study that 
Andrew Wakefield. Andrew Wakefield. Uh, Steven, That's I, right. I'm going to tell you a joke you made because you won't remember this, but it was right after Ohio announced that they were doing the Vaximillion, and it was Little Domino. Andrew Wakefield oh, promises yes. that mRNA vaccines cause autism. <laughs> Big Domino. I am given a million dollars. And I just think joke. of that as one of the perfect uses of that <laughs> format. Because it was just fully grounded in the rock-hard belief that many of us had of Stephen is going to win a million dollars. Yeah. Listen. Um, and then he's going to get fired from his job. <laughs> I have had so much experience with anti-vaxxers over the past few years. It's weird. It's really weird. Well, it's not. I don't see. I it, it never is, it meet an anti-vaxxer. It is and it isn't. Like, you know, like... I was talking recently about okay, so like, I have a, a lot. I have a, a I have a, a a branch of of a friend group that is punks, right? And they're like the best people on the planet. They're like super activist and like really genuinely kind and and amazing folks. And I'm like, man, punks, they rule. And then you go to a punk show. And half the people there are throwing bottles at people's heads or pissing in the corner or I don't know. Like I have strange memories of you biting a table in the corner. I think, you know, like it's just like every, every community has their bad seeds and every bad in every, in every form of a bad (laughs) seed is different. Like, like hippies are not violent. They're not going to punch people. They're not, they're like, I mean, they would, but like mostly not. What instead they're going to do is believe the stupidest shit you've ever heard because of the fact that they hate the society that we live in as much as we do. They just, they just really branched off that hatred in a different direction uh, with different quote unquote facts. Right. Um, NFX people from the vaccine perspective are some of the worst people on the planet. No, they're all some of the worst people on the planet. Like, <laughs> I don't really have much to say about this. That's going to be much. That's going to be entertaining. Other than that's fine. The 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 studies the studies are ridiculously idiotic. The facts are aimed to make vulnerable people angry at someone. I mean, but like Ben and Teller do this and as far as and as far as subjects to have a show about, like this is one of the most useful because this is one of the most destructive beliefs, unlike the psychic thing. Right. It's like yeah, all right, this well, one had a purpose really? to it. Like their their righteous anger made no fucking sense in episode one. No. And their no. righteous this anger one, in this one it's like I at least get it. Like I still find Pendulette fucking annoying as shit. But at least, like, I understand why they're yelling this time. The, the, this yes, subject is... Absolutely. This subject is... the One of the reasons why I was like, oh, God, what are we going to do with this podcast? Right. Is because this subject is not funny. It's no. just horrible. It's just horrible. Uh, like, autism rates have gone up because there's more autism awareness, and the, and the fact is that that what qualifies as autism has become more broad. Yeah. Uh, not to mention the show that puts a really sync. Right. Like some kids now were just at one time, the weird kid in your class. And then kids right. were like, not like you have to, you had to be nonverbal and stuff like that, which. Right. Know, yeah. You're like, Oh, this topic. kid is autistic because, because they don't talk. And when, and when they get overwhelmed, they scream and you can't reach them and they'll bite you. Like that kid exists. I I I have a, an old friend who whose job is to look after those those 
extreme cases of autism. But like, you know, those the fact people, of the matter is... Those people are doing the greatest work of basically ever. anyone and deserve tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. Right. And, and she gets paid fucking nothing because yeah. the world is garbage. Uh, the, the, the thing is, if you don't want to watch this show, which you shouldn't, <laughs> the answer is a reasonably large number of children develop exactly the same as a lot of children until about 18 months. Not all of them. You know, sometimes you can see it right away, but a real big chunk develop exactly the same-ish until about 18 months, and then they start to show differences in the ways that they socialize and learn and, and, Which and develop. Which is the point that the doctor a from Cleveland of, from Rainbow Babies is making of like... That's around when... That's around yeah. when... You, you get you, 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 a you lot had of to be rainbow babies and children. It just had to be rainbow babies be. and children. <laughs> but at the, at the exact at, on the other end is the quack doctor whose whole thing is I saw kids who were developing normally and then they got their vaccines and then they developed this thing that happens around eighteen months, which is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 yeah. The thing that he's describing has happened. <laughs> they were developing normally yeah. and then they weren't. That's yeah. no one is debating That's how that. that goes. <laughs> something uh, i think some of the worst vibes in this episode for me even other than this being like kind of a very dour subject the the weird they're, they're very weird about referring to an ex-playboy model like they, they are keep so using weird that about as it. an insult like there's a lot of it reminds hot, me yeah, of remember that olberman rant no, no about we're not Scott you. brown <laughs> Where Jesus he, Christ! Like he's a he's an ex nude model. Like, shut the fuck up. Who the fuck are you? What the fuck is wrong with you? It get right. It's like can't it just be she's an idiot on her own merits. Yeah, can't she's fucking stupid as fuck. But like, right? Ex yeah, Playboy model. And then of course kids. the way that the end of the episode is like. Okay, <sighs> that was the way the end of the episode technically you know, a sex offense. Hey. No, listen, it's totally fine. The way they ended the episode directly inspired Adam McKay. He saw that and, like, darted up and was like, I got to start writing shit down. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam McKay. Yeah, that's the big short. Uh, there are two. I am mostly accepting of most forms of art anymore, and there are two things that I've determined that I fuck. No, there are three things that I fucking despise. Adam McKay, the continued corpse of the Jurassic Park franchise. <laughs> And fuck Stranger Things. Every fucking clip I see to this season looks like yeah. absolute dog shit. And yeah, the goddamn right. Twitter algorithm thinks that that's all I want to see. They're well, just you like keep tweeting you... about it. And then and I the, tweeted the two fucking, fucking things about it. They're the not showing me drops. all sorts of things about hot French chicks because that's all I'm liking. Or like Leia <laughs> say do posts or whatever fucking shit. Understand I, me, Twitter algorithm. I finally yeah. watched Before Sunrise. Uh, what do you of think, hot French chicks? Um. Maybe after the podcast. Better or worse than Stranger uh, <laughs> That means he didn't like it. Uh, I, I did not like it. I, I oh, liked it more means, than... Oh. As far as things that have members than, of the Hawk you know. family, it's a tough call between those two properties. Every clip from season four has looked awful. When I finally everybody, saw... Everybody everybody I talked to is watching this show. It's I don't fine. understand Watching it. Stranger it's, Things, it's, listening to Kate Bush out of nowhere. It's popcorn. It's whatever. No, it's not. It's only unpopped kernels. It's watch a fucking evil. shore. If you want to show, just watch, watch E.T. Evil. Watch Evil. 
BT doesn't have people getting like myrtleized in it the way. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like way stuff. better than all of these things. Yeah, I highly it's recommend fucking... switching to. Yeah, uh, watch it. Um, we finished it. I don't need to switch to anything. It's over. I Should I watch you. the bear? I can't believe you. You on the day it released found the five hours necessary. We had nothing else going on last night. <laughs> This also, I just want to say, uh, me saying all of this did get Travis to the point that does back the Travis has the most Muppet-like voice of anyone <laughs> we know. <laughs> I mean, that's that's always been true. That was, it's just. So the people who are going on about anti-vax shit, I, I know that we are all we all agree on this, but the thought of do your own research is still the funniest shit in the world to me. Like, yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah, totally. You're gonna do the better research here by just like googling vaccines. Bad. <laughs> what the fuck? Do you have a lab? Do you have? Right. Do you like, have a lot of? Funding? Yeah, these people you with have the students lab? that you can pay meager yeah, wages yeah. to do it for you. Do you have grad students? Do you have postdocs? Do you have? Uh, what do they think the people who are developing the vaccines do? What, like, what do they think their research means? Do they think they're also Googling what cures COVID-19 and then just like, all right, put it in a syringe? No, it's they're not trying to cure COVID-19. They're trying to put the what makes you gay or whatever and, yeah. and get money for it to do satanic rituals. That you know, fucking as rocks. conspiracy minded as Matt is, he can't quite get in. He can't crack the brain of this. Matt's of conspiracies are all rooted in the CIA. Yeah. My, yeah, most conspiracies that I really like are rooted in the fundamental evil of America. Like that's in a way. So is some of some of these ones, though. It's oh just yeah. Like, I mean, like you should not yeah. trust Pfizer. Like, don't yeah. you guys don't remember the song? Take Where your is eyes the off love of Pfizer. By the Black Eyed Peas. Wait, hold on a sec. I really yeah, need to know, like where to know where Stephen is going, going for this. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, shut the fuck up. Why is Stephen talking about Black Eyed Peas songs? <laughs> you guys remember that song? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I was a kid, oh boy, oh boy! <laughs> Welcome to another installment of what Stephen <laughs> thought when he was a kid. Ba da ba, ba da ba. Sports Center. Yeah, That's it's nice. breaking news. Sports Center used to be the most comforting thing Steven? in the fucking world to me. I uh, want to know what before it was a comforting thing to you when you were a child and you found comfort as a child in Sports Center and, and the, you you were listening to the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, so. So you guys remember that song that fixed everything because they pointed out that there were that there were some bad things and then we all yeah. fixed the bad things. Um, okay, there's a line in that song where he goes, "Well, we trying to stop terrorism, but we still got terrorism here living in the USA, USA the big CIA, CIA. Yes. the Bloods and the Crips and the KKK." Uh, and I remember when I was a kid <laughs> being oh, like, boy. "Oh, they got it wrong. The CIA is trying to help us." <laughs> But actually, the CIA heard that song, and then they got to Will I Am, and were like, "You must only make songs to play at weddings until the end of your career." <laughs> That's all. It's just I just I just thought it, I just think about that sometimes when I when I'm like listening to blowback or whatever, and I'm like, "Man, remember when young Stephen was like, where are the black eyed peas getting that the CIA is terrorism?'" <laughs> um, what did Apple D app know? <laughs> <laughs> when did he know it oh how did they get to taboo congrats on naming every member of black eyed peas travis great work everybody. you did a great job 
Great work, everybody. Do we have anything else we want to say about fucking supposedly so Penn and Teller's bullshit? So there's the bullshit. weird end of it where Penn does a thing where he's like, how about I do crazy conspiracy stuff? And it starts out with some stuff that I would believe that Penn Jillette believes. Where <laughs> he's like, if you listen to George Clooney, liberalism is going to get so, like, vitriolic that we, I don't know, like, split into other client states. I can't remember what exactly he said, but, like, basically standard sort of things that probably a lot of people with pens general politics believe and then he intentionally got more insane and it's just like a little vignette like there's no reason for it he just wanted to do a little rant did you like when they put teller on a scissor lift for on a big board of vaccine ingredients that's fun mouse yeah, brain wow yeah, how did you like that you like the, the prop work on these generally pretty okay I, I was okay with it but my my biggest critique is that they shouldn't have just done a blank white backdrop for all of that. They should have just that. given him a setting. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. It all like a big back white drop like that only ever just looked like studio photography sort of work, like very like ad stuff like that, or like oh we're in heaven. And right. I just couldn't handle the idea of that. Like I was like, just give him a fucking room. Give him the room from goddamn um, the uh, what is the fucking show with Jonathan Frakes where he's like. It was a true. It was uh, a lie. Uh, we made it all up. Yeah, yeah. Factor fiction. Um, yeah, it's called uh, something. Beyond belief, factor, factor, factor fiction. Beyond belief. Yeah, give them that room. Shouldn't like, give be them called a- both of those things. Should just be called one of those things. No, it's perfect. <laughs> it's great. It's like it's like when video games like have too many titles. That's what Imagine like. Penn and Teller come with a super good them going. What's the tallest man you've ever seen? <laughs> yeah, these are. That's why I'm like, give them a setting. Have them be in a speak. Fucking set it in the magic castle. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Do it at fucking the Luxor. Sure. Is that where their residency is? I have no idea. Let's find out right now. Where can I see Penn and Teller? I don't know. Vegas is fucking Is this where I talk about how Vegas is, in my opinion, the worst city in the world? You can. Go off. Just every is truly. And like, I may be ill-informed that I've only been there in July and as a minor. But uh, on top of, I think gambling and shit is stupid. And I don't understand what is supposed to be fun about just like throwing money away to pretend that you have a chance at winning more uh but also it is in the literal desert uh it is like phoenix a monument to man's arrogance and it just it's the tackiest fucking place in the world yeah uh every resident act there is horrible uh it looks like shit there's so much like beauty there's so much like beauty in the american west and then there's like fucking las vegas and there's vegas yeah yeah it's been a goal of mine to Ha- to make Travis have a good time in Las Vegas yeah, for baby. a really long time. Like, I feel like I need to put together the perfect Travis Vegas trip. When are we doing the Vegas trip? We talked about it a while ago. What's weird, the only thing I can think of that's fun to do in Vegas still necessitates going there in the summer, and that's seeing NBA Summer League. The duo, Penn and Teller, respect each other as business partners and enjoy working together, but have little in common beside magic. As a result of their drastically different lifestyles and interests, they rarely socialize or interact when they're not working. Mm-hmm. Nah, but because okay. they hooked up one time, but it was weird, like Itumama Tambien. I have $17 million <laughs> to make Itumama Tambien, but with Penn and Teller. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be the hot lady? I don't know. Ana de Armas can do it now. I, I don't why don't do that to her? <laughs> don't do that to her! Why are you showing me that? Oh, God! Oh, <laughs> oh so Zoe Kravitz, okay. <laughs> Uh, however, Gillette also said in a video where he and Teller responded to questions from members of Reddit and also in an interview for Big Think that, well, they share a few interests outside of magic. Teller is his best friend and his children treat Teller as a close relative. I think that's cute. And yeah. Sweet. This is my godfather, Teller. 
<laughs> One name. <laughs> Mononym. It's like that bartender at the bar I like who's only known as Harvey on the menu. Everyone else has first and last name. He just says Harvey down there. No idea him. which would end it. Yeah. It's a good mystery. I got nothing So that was Penn and Teller's yeah. bullshit? <laughs> I think. Maybe? I don't know. It was a treatise on Stranger Things. Ended. I assume it just got canceled. They were just... It was like the long... It was a long-running show, you know, because it was Showtime, so... Seven seasons. Yeah, that's the real reason. Eight, eight seasons, sorry. Eight seasons, 89 episodes. Yeah. It was at one point their longest running, like, active show on Showtime. That's fucking insane. Uh, yeah, it just it just kind of stopped. It's not even like they really made an announcement. Uh, they were like, ah, oh, maybe we'll go to Netflix or anything like that. But they just, uh, yeah, it just stopped. And then Penn and Teller were like, all right, fine, we're going to move on to our other television shows. Were you looking up where the residency is? Isn't that what we were, <laughs> we were uh, The Rio. Just, sorry, it was The, the Rio. Rio. Okay. Penn and Teller Tell a Lie, Penn and Teller Fool Us, Penn and Teller Off the Deep End, Penn and Teller's Magic Mystery Tour, Behind the Scenes, These Penn are and Teller's all shows City Spectacular, The Unpleasant World of Penn and Teller. Yeah, those are all Holy television shit. shows. It's weird to be a magician because I guess, yeah. I don't know, you know somebody in the mob and they give you these opportunities. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking wow. mobbed up. That's a mob movie I would like to see. I know, you know, oh. Marty only makes mob movies, but make one about a Vegas magician Casino getting involved too, in it. But it's a bit focused on the magicians of that world. Pesci could play Teller. Wow! Imagine a movie, that. a movie, no, a movie where Joe Pesci doesn't ever talk, <laughs> robbing oh, him of his greatest attribute. Uh, well, that was Penn and Teller's bullshit again, kind of. What do we have, Travis, next week when we get to do an in-person recording with a few of us? Uh, for next week's episode, I have chosen the classic TV series, The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, baby! <laughs> you know, if there's anything you know about me, it's that uh, you won't like me when I'm mad. Uh, Steven, since you are not going to be on next week, do you want to tell us everything you know about The Incredible Hulk in 30 seconds? Yeah. All right. I count you down. Three, two, one, Go! Uh, the Incredible Hulk is a TV series that I think was in the 70s with Lou Ferrigno, who's like a big dude who's mostly famous for playing the Incredible Hulk. And he plays Bruce Banner. No, David Bruce, one of the banners. I don't know. Uh, he plays a banner, probably. And when <laughs> he gets mad, he turns all green and he fights people. He goes, Hulk time. And then he smashes uh, cars and people. Uh, and um, that's time. And Stephen, congrats on th on navigating the thorny thing of Bruce Banner is the Incredible Hulk in the comics, but David Banner is the name of the character in the TV show. So now the comic book character is named David Bruce Banner, who goes by his middle name. Oh. Lou only plays the Hulk. Bill also, he plays only plays David the Banner. Hulk. Huh. Oh. Oh. Huh. The Hulk is just a slightly larger man in green makeup. I hope you guys are ready for me to talk about Joe Fixit, the Grey Hulk, the Maestro, the Master. I'm going to be talking about the GameCube game, Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction, a lot during the Matt is gonna Matt is gonna be like, Do you guys want some more of this wine? Well, I, well, yeah, I just I, oof, this is gonna be a rough one for me, you guys. It's going to be a fucking Thunderbolt Ross over here. He wants to stop the Hulk. I'm so ready. <laughs> uh, so ready. Uh, so that was, as you know, you can find us wherever you listen to this podcast and you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. We 
just that's the best way to find things. I'm talked about this before, but I really hate the fact that um, at a certain point, all podcast hosts have to become pitchmen and admin because I hate when somebody's trying to fucking sell me something. Except for the times when I tell you guys what to buy, uh, but that's out of a personal recommendation as your friends. I think you'd look fucking hot in this thing, or you know, right. just whatever. Similar uh, when I tell you to watch Evil on Paramount Plus. New episode. <laughs> we are not sponsored now. by. We. I would sell that for Paramount Plus. <laughs> I would look hot I, if you watch Evil on Paramount. That's Plus. correct. I would. That's I would absolutely sell out. For Paramount, for, give me that Paramount Plus money. They got Star Trek. I gotta get uh, on it because I'm probably supposed to watch the Beavis and Butthead stuff because my cousin worked on it. You you should absolutely do that. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, soon probably. I mean, it probably won't be for months, but you know, Paramount brought us Top Gun Maverick, and that brings me such delight. Stephen, what also brings yeah. me delight is you bringing us on home and closing out the episode. We hate these psychic bastards so much we have to spit. Tui. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.